you never know when your time's up. Like, so spend every moment of your time with something you love. Just mm. find what you love and do it. Like I've found so many kids that are just like, I don't like school. I'm like, dude, find something that you can do after school that you just love. Even if it's a sport, just like, cause you never know. Like I could go to school tomorrow, be driving and boom, car hits me, I'm gone. Like you never know. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that has built several uh, startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And if you ever need help, just go to strategymeeting.com and are always here to help. Now, today we have another great guest on the podcast, Josh Baker. And uh, Josh, he is taking the, he almost was the youngest person on the podcast, but he's actually the second. So if you were to go back or quite a few episodes, I think it's like episode 30 or 40, somewhere in that range, we had someone that I think was a freshman in high school that was doing quantum computing. So he, do, he doesn't quite get the title as youngest uh, guest on the podcast, but almost, but Jake or Josh is still um, in high school and uh, he had a kind of an entrepreneurial bent since he was at a young age or a younger age. I'll still say high school is a young age but uh and then he had some it started out everything from he had a neighborhood where they uh had the, the classic lemonade stand and they did that to buy some candy um then they did uh different or they built a shed and sold candy and then they had a couple other things that uh, they started to get going friends went off did other things including uh religious missions and then that and he also was doing a few other things and then it brings him to today where he is now selling mi or smaller miniature christmas trees and doing that as a business is getting started and just launched, I think, last or in beginning of November. So, with that, and is that as much as an introduction? Welcome on the podcast, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having me, Devin. Um, so I gave kind of a, a brief introduction, kind of walked through every or walk people through a quick version of your journey, but let's dive in, talk a little bit more about your journey. So, take us back to your younger years, even though I say you're still in your younger years. Uh, when you started out as an entrepreneur at a young age, and how you did your lemonade stand and candy stand and everything else. Yeah, so it was from a young age. I was, I want to say I was five when I first mm. started, like kindergarten. Went to the store with my friends one time and we asked my mom, we're like, hey, you think we can like get some candy? She's like, no, uh, I don't have enough money for it. You know, classic response. I'm like, mm. well, how do we get money? And she's like, well, figure it out. So we're sitting there. It's like, I I don't even remember how the idea came to us. Like, Let's open a lemonade stand. So Next thing you know, we're like, we're sitting on the road. We have Kool-Aid packets, 25 cents Kool-Aid packets and like made our own <laughs> lemonade. Next thing you know, we're on the side of the road and like lemonade, 25 cents. And we made pretty good money doing that. Got to buy our candy. And <laughs> then as the years went on, like you said, uh, we always just kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit in us since then. Mm. And, uh, so I think the next thing, so you did the, the, first of all, I always, I never did the problem with me. I always wanted to do that growing up, but I, we lived on a, we lived kind of far away, but it was kind of on farmland. So the nearest road was more, more like a highway. And so nobody could ever stop or pull over and we didn't have enough place to put it. So I never actually did that. So does eliminate stands, do they work fairly well? Or do you get a, as a kid, did you raise an, a, a lot of money for it? Oh yeah. We were definitely for five-year-olds, we were the... <laughs> <laughs> what the word, richest kids on the blocks like 
we were making more than some of the fourth graders like oh we're <laughs> we're, we're doing great <laughs> but yeah we had a we live in a double double cul-de-sac so we could just go out and then we have mm. two main roads on the side it's so, like there was a lot of traffic going in between our neighborhoods so we had an ideal location so that was perfect but awesome so so you did the lemonade stand five years old got as much candy as you could probably buy or probably handle and probably more than your parents ever wanted you to have and so and then you did that now you the next i think little or a little entrepreneur that you mentioned was you built a an actual shed or a shack that you sold candy out of is that right yeah so after we made some money we did little side things like snow removal and stuff and then kind of got bored of that like that was hard labor like man there's gotta be a better <laughs> way and we had this money and we bought all the trading cards candy we could handle and we'll do with all this extra money. I don't think any kids built a shed. So we built ourselves a shed and <laughs> next thing you know, we're, we're like, well, now we have our shed and stuff. And we had a neighbor help us out. Like one of his dads like helped us build the shed and it was a great mm-hmm. learning experience as well. And built it. Like, now what do we do with this? Like, it's nice. We can hang out in it, but, we're sitting there like, let's sell, <laughs> let's sell some candy out of it. Like we made good money with the lemon. Now we have an actual place. And when it's raining, we can still sell out of this. Like, this is great. And mm. we're like, man, let's do that. And <laughs> so we went to the store, we bought candy, soda, treats like that. And uh, the joke is, because there's three of us, the mm. joke is, is that one is the marketer because the other one he hated going door to door with signs, just it'd be a classroom. <laughs> papers were like and we, we called it bosco because we're like co was stand for cooperation like we cooperated and we we're all the bosses so it's kind of <laughs> how we came up with it and uh so we're like bosco's opening and slam it the other one's like i'm not doing that like that's too much walking for me like oh <laughs> whatever but he was the salesman by far like he would be like look this is a little soda a dollar or whatever you can buy this two liter for five bucks. That's more than five little sodas right here. Like, I mean, less money. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. we were making way more off those two <laughs> liters. And he was, he was just conning. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and I was kind of the guy that was like, let's buy candy in bulk. Like mm. we can sell it cheaper. Like I started to recognize opportunities where we could, Hey, let's capitalize on this. Like more people are liking this. Let's stop buying the, or like, hot chocolate or like that's not doing anything i was more of the more manager type of so to speak but they were the ones that had most of the hard work so how long how long did you do your uh, candy shack or how long did you guys uh, do that for uh, a a business i want to say it was around two to three years like it was a it was a great thing like (laughs) we also recognized like let's make it limited edition to like let's only be open on friday so people are excited coming into like it was just a blast like then we got to our teenage years and who knows what we did but <laughs> so you did that as a kid and i think that's cool i, I always uh, encourage my kids and some of the businesses i have i always i hire my kids to come and clean the office not because they do an amazing job but because it kind of gives them that same now you would associate if i want to earn something or i need money go out and earn it don't just go to your parents and ask for the money but actually figure out a way to generate that income so i think that's awesome that you did the lemonade stand and took it to the next level and did the candy shop and i said i think that you mentioned you know you kind of did things off and on with businesses with friends for a period of time and then as
as your friends are now gone out and served religious missions, um, you're kind of stuck with, you know, you didn't want to work with, for minimum wage. You didn't want to work for someone else. And so you're trying to kind of figure out what to do. So kind of maybe help us understand what did you do as you were trying to figure out the next evolution of your entrepreneurial journey? Well, like you said, I didn't want to get a minimum wage. So I went and got a job because like before those, like those two friends, they were in high school, they graduated last year. So we had a job and man, it sucked. Like, let's just, <laughs> I can't think of any other way to put it. Like, we're just like, man, this, this is not fun. Minimum wage. It was, oh, it was awful. And I, I ended up being the first one, last one to join and the first one to quit. Like, I was like, guys, this, I don't know what you're thinking. And, uh, <laughs> Eventually those guys leave or whatever. And then the pandemic hit, of course. And now I have a lot of spare time. And I'm like, well, I don't really know what to do. Like, I feel like I can do something more productive. Cause one thing I hate, like my biggest pet peeve is just sitting there. Like mm. I hate just being there, like in a classroom setting too. just hate sitting there, like absorbing, not to say useless, but some of it's useless information. It's just like, that's odd bugs me to death so mm. i get going or whatever and there's this one class i took it was an internship class mm. my mom has a guy he owns his own he started his own business entrepreneur and he highly successful and stuff and she's like you should just do an internship with him i'm like yeah that'd be cool like i want to follow i, I want to be an entrepreneur i knew about that point like i had more fun doing that but i just didn't really know what to do so i went and did an internship like I just met with him and like we talked and I'm like this is what I want like I just knew at that once I started talking I'm like these guys just think like I do like I finally found what I want to do and I'm sitting there and he's like you know he's like well you're young or whatever like you don't have the capital or whatever and I'm like yeah so how, how do you think I could raise and he's like we'll just start something little start small mm. gave me a couple yeah. ideas like the snow removal again and I was like I've already done that I'm <laughs> I'm good but mm. <laughs> and uh he's like you could also like wash dogs all these other things I'm like all right I my first idea I was like I should just make like a clothes cleaning like app type thing like program my own app and make that mm. and get going there start learning a little bit and I'm like I don't have a mac and I'm like that's like a thousand dollars <laughs> I'm like, well, how do I get the capital for that? Like, I almost got changed my mindset in a way like, well, how do I get, like, how do I start a business to get what I want for this, <laughs> whatever. And uh, that's where Little Trees was born. Cause like a year prior or whatever, mm. uh, I made this decoration for my parents and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And like, they knew I wasn't like talented at art or anything, but then they're like, this, this is actually good. Like, thank you. Like, and they're like, this is really good. And then like other people that stopped by, like, oh, who made this? Like, this is really good. Forgot about it. The whole year happens. Then Christmas season's upon us. And mm. like, I should, I should sell these. Like, this is a great idea. And mm. that's where I am now. And I'm selling them out of my room. 
So now yeah. you have the so you, you and I like that kind of the evolution. That, well, I could do this, but I don't have enough startup capital. So it's almost that hey, I'm going to build a smaller business that I'm going to take the proceeds and build a bigger business and then a bigger business. But you got to start somewhere with the funds that you do have in order to build that business that you then kind of baby step it up. So you had the idea, and I'm okay. You know, I I built the mini or the little trees before you know before it was pretty well received, and so now I'm going to take that and turn it into a business. And what's interesting is even you know even me today and i've done several startups one of the ones or a couple of them actually have been where i did it as a side project just to do it as a gift or for someone that was a family member and one of the ones that you know was one that i started was for religious items it's called custom lds custom lds.com and it really started out of i started engraving because we have some laser engravers for my own com- or some of my companies i run and I, we wanted to give a gift for my one my son when he was turning eight and he was getting baptized into the church and so I said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if you could do, you know, scriptures, which is a, as a as a customary gift, a lot of times that you'll give within our church. And so we gave, I said, well, you know, scriptures are cool, but you know, they're all pretty the same, you know, you, there isn't anything really unique and it's not as memorable. And so we went on and actually engraved, you know, a saying for him and made it memorable and custom and unique. And then it got well enough received. And we did a couple other things like that for gifts. They're saying there's a business in here that people like the gifts and that is actually well received let's do a bigger business around it and that you know spurred what's one of my companies now so i like the idea of hey this is well received we you know even if it starts out for a gift or a small project we're now going to start making a business around it so now with that as my side note just because it was kind of similar to what i've done before so you had the idea let's do little trees you start to you know build them you start to figure out what the product actually is how you're going to make these and how you're going to sell these started on november 6th so you've had about a month of that month you know how's it gone is it have you sold any if you sold one have you sold 10 how how's the selling gone have you got a website is it all or friends and family words of mouth or how did you get that launched well i started with a website it- it's thelittletrees.com. And uh, at first, my mom will always be my first. Like, she's like, I can't give you, like, capital to start, but I will always be your first customer. And I'm like, thank you. Like, I owe everything to that. But uh, I started getting sales at the beginning that slowed down. That's when I was like, maybe I should try Facebook advertising. Like, I heard that does some things. And I tried that, got a little more. Mm. And it was mostly just family and friends. And I was like, I'm still trying to figure out how to get it more out than like I always put in the box, like if you like your tree, then tag us on Instagram and mm. Twitter and all that. And like, just trying to get it out, you know, cause that ultimately is what brings you in sales. The more people know you about mm. your company and it's kind of where I'm at now. And yeah. So now you, so now you're across. So you're building the, the little tree and it was littletrees.com or what was the URL again? Uh, the little trees.com. All right. The little trees.com. So, you know, you're building that out. Do you see this as a business you're going to keep building your, cause I mean, it's going to be a seasonal business, right? In the sense that once Christmas is over, people aren't going to start, start thinking about it again till October, November of next year. Um, so, you know, how are you going, are you going to take the money and reinvest it in your next idea? Are you going to try and take the time and build it out further or offer additional products or kind of what's the, the plan going forward after Christmas? Well, I am going to take some of the money and put towards my next business venture or whatever, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to keep this almost more of like something that means more to me individually just cause, and it's a seasonal too. Mm. So like it's that time of year as well. I have been trying to expand it. Like 
the original idea I wanted to do live trees, but dealing with the government's not always the best. It took me like six calls to at least get an answer that I wanted. But I, I'm going to hopefully and be more prepared for that the following year because I started a little late in the season for live trees. Like people were already on top of that. And I was like, I want to introduce that next year and then keep the tinsel trees and then maybe expand a bit. And then, I mean, eventually I wouldn't mind selling it, but I don't know. It just kind of, I want to do it every year, just almost to remind me where I started. Mm. No, and that's cool. And I think that's, a, you know, I think that I, reinvesting part of it to build businesses that aren't so seasonal and also looking at, you know, learning each year as you hit the seasonal, be able to kind of keep improving the product, keep growing it and continue to have that base. I think is, it makes a perfect sense. Well, as we, you know, so now you, you got through your journey as we wind up or as we wind towards the end of your journey, we I always have two questions I ask at the end of the podcast. So we'll go ahead and ask those now. Um, so within your journey, what has been the worst business decision you've ever made and what did you learn from it? Oh, uh, it's, it's gotta be back when we had Bosco, our little shed. Mm. Uh, so we were making pretty good money for that age of what, how old we were. And, uh, there's two other kids in the neighborhood down the road and they're like, Hey, we want in on some of this. Like, mm. and so we were like, sure, you know, we're pals or whatever. And uh, he had a shed already, so it's not like we had to build another one or anything. We're like, all right, let's buy more stock. And we're like, two locations, that's perfect. <laughs> we're sitting there, we're like, we're, we were just more excited that we were expanding type of thing. Mm. And uh, so the deal we made with them was like, because there's five of us now, we're like, all the profits we make, we split between us five. Mm. But in all reality, it was the original one that was pulling in all the weight. Like, we were pulling in all the profits. The other one was pulling just enough that they were still hanging in there. Like, mm. like, why are we sharing the profits with these guys? Like, we're making way more than – and I think that was our biggest mistake. And I think what I can learn from that is, like, even though you're friends, like, there's friends out there and you want to help them out, and you know, you want to be in business with them. Mm. Sometimes it's best to keep friends and family se- – like, family and friends from business separate just mm. – because like then there's more of an emotional time like we got in a fight too it was just i mean we're still friends to this day it strengthened our friendship but mm. it was like, no i think i think that's a good lesson to learn is kind of you know there's a difference between friends and even as you get older you get further in business there you know sometimes you'll hire friends or family sometimes it works out great and sometimes it makes it more difficult because now you're dealing not only with an employee that you can hire fire and move on with but you're also dealing with someone that you have a personal relationship or a friend relationship that you you know adds an additional layer of complexity so i think it's a good lesson to learn that think about who you're bringing on as a business partner and also how the or, you know, how that uh, arrangement is made as you're bringing them on so that, to make sure to avoid those pitfalls. So awesome. Second question I always ask is, so now you're talking to, and we'll, we'll change it slightly. The question is you're talking to someone that's in high school and wants to get started with the business, you know, a, start, a, a small or a little startup or a business, you know, let's say you're there in high school or maybe even middle school or down to five years old at lemonade stand. What would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? I don't know. I, I guess, Cause I was thinking also I'd have to give advice for older people when they were, uh, when I was going to be on this podcast and sure. I don't know what I came up with is like, you never know when your time's up. Like 
So spend every moment of your time with something you love. Just mm. find what you love and do it. Like I've found so many kids that are just like, I don't like school. I'm like, dude, find something that you can do after school that you just love. Even if it's a sport, just like, cause you never know. Like I could go to school tomorrow, be driving and boom, car hits me. I'm gone. Like you never know. Like what, Hopefully how much time you got <laughs> like it I hope it not yeah <laughs> I hope not but like it's it's a reality like we don't know how much time like I, the analogy I use is uh everyone has a starting balance in their bank account and they don't know that starting balance and every day uh 24 is taken out but you don't know your starting balance but doesn't matter how wealthy you are how poor you are your status and or mm. whatever everyone's time every single day is the same so that means you spend it how you want like not not in the sense of part but have your priorities straight so then you spend it where it matters most to you and i like that i think it's applicable to whether it's uh people adults kids anybody that's getting any sort of a business i think that the you know spending your time wisely and appropriately because you just to your point if you'd almost look at it as every day you only have so much money to spend and so you got to spend it wisely gives you a kind of a new context to it well if people want to now check out you know and you mentioned it already but any you know if they want to be your customer they want to buy little trees they want to be a, a salesperson for you they're in high school and they want to reach out and pick your brain about you know business idea they have any or all the above what's the best way to connect up with you uh the best would be i personally like text and email i know call is the best but i feel like i've been told i'm not that good on the phone like sometimes i'll call my friends and like dude, you sound like just weird on the phone. <laughs> like in person, you're different. Like in person, you're way different than on the phone. I'm like, so text and email would be the best. And then if we could meet in person, I know there's restrictions. It would be best because then you actually get more of a lively person. Apparently mm. I've been trying to work on my phone calling skills, but that works as well. And yeah, that's the best ways to reach me. All right. Well, I definitely encourage people to reach out to you, whether it's phone, text, website, or any or all of the above. Um, check out uh, li the littletrees.com and I'll or make sure to support the um, the, the business. And uh, if there's anything else that uh, we can do to support you, just let us know. Now, for all of you that are listeners, and if you have your own journey to tell, whether you're middle school, high school, or, uh, or graduated, we always love to have you on as a guest. So feel free to go to the inventivejourneyguest.com, um, or sorry, inventivejourney, not the inventivejourneyguest.com. Feel free to sign up and apply to be on the podcast. If you're a listener, make sure to click subscribe so you can get notifications as all the new awesome episodes come out. And last but not least, if you uh, ever need help with patents and trademarks, feel free to reach out to us at Miller IP Law by going to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help well thank you again it's been fun to have you on have fun to hear a bit of your journey and uh, hope the, the rest of the christmas season goes well for you and you're able to sell a few a few more little trees yeah thanks for having me Devin. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of The Inventive Journey, make sure to go and check out Startups Magazine. They're an awesome uh, magazine and podcast centered over in the UK. And if the magazine is a digital and print magazine where they focus on um, tech startups and entrepreneurs, and they also have a focus on uh, female founders and women in tech. So if you want to check out their magazine, neither digital or print, it's uh, Startups Magazine, Startups with an S, magazine.co.uk. And you can also look up their podcast, which is called The Serial 
entrepreneur. So go check them out. They're awesome. And definitely, if you like this episode, you'll like them.